In fact, the 
the holy one, two of the holy apostles of Jesus Christ and become martyrs for the kingdom of God. Jesus is afar off. Nathaniel is standing under a fig tree. And Nathaniel approaches Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ says, Here is an Israelite in which there is no deceit. Nathaniel and Jesus meet face to face. And Jesus, having the gift of clairvoyance, having the gift of foresight, because he is God, says to Nathaniel, I saw you under that fig tree. And Nathaniel, knowing because he himself is literate of the scriptures coming from a noble Jewish background, says you are indeed the Son of God. For these giftings are there because you are the Messiah. I'm paraphrasing here. But the point is that Nathaniel believed in Jesus Christ because Jesus told him that he had the foresight to see that Nathaniel was under the fig tree. The fig tree that was in the book of Genesis was used as a tree to cover shame, deceit, dishonor. But the fig tree that is found in the New Testament here was a beginning point to the journey towards Jesus Christ for Nathaniel to follow him all the way, all the way to martyrdom. See, you and I, we have a choice to make here and now. We can be deceitful, we can be dishonorable, and stand next to the fig tree and cover up our dishonor, our lack of integrity, our bad character. Or we can stand under the fig tree, under the covering of God's grace and mercy and be a person of integrity, purity, good character. The choice is ours. Many times in life, practically speaking, being honest, being a person of purity and integrity is not something that others are going to know about. Most likely, most likely it's between you and God. I know that I don't normally talk about my personal situation, but I thought it was apt as an example for this portion of the sermon. I'm a teacher. I work at an elementary school. And I had a chronic issue of being late. Not that any of you suffer with such a thing. But I do, and probably only I do. You see, teachers have to be there at a certain time and leave. We don't have to leave at a certain time, but we can leave at a certain time based on our contract. Go union. <laughs> so as 
I was signing in and being late for a few days in a row. My principals, they love me. They're very kind to me. I do a good job with my students. I teach them, I love them very much. And I know that I give all that I can to what I do. But a letter came in the mailbox saying that my vice principal wanted to meet with me. And so we had the meeting and my vice principal was very nice and very kind. And she even gave me some pointers to come in on time and to make adjustments to my lifestyle. I said thank you. I didn't say anything but apologize. But the interesting part was, at the end, she said thank you to me. And I'm looking at her like, why are you saying thank you to me? I should be saying thank you to you for not writing me up. <laughs> but she said thank you because when I wrote down the time that I came, I actually wrote down the exact time that I got into the office. See, I didn't fudge the time because no one was docking me. No one was writing me up. No one was red inking me. That's what we call it in the school district. So I could have fudged my way around it. But see, what I'm trying to tell you is that whenever we are honest, whenever we have good character and integrity, it's between us and God. And sometimes we think no one's watching, but eventually things will come into the forefront, into the light. And when things come into the light, let us never be caught off guard that we lied or we weren't impure or that we had a lack of integrity. Secondly, it's to be a real person. I spoke to you about this a while ago, but I want to speak to you about this in a different angle. That when we are a certain type of person here, let's say you're Givergis Jonathan here, that Givergis Jonathan should be the same person that's at school and the same person that's at home. You see, I'm a priest wherever I go. Giving the example of my own work, they call me John or Mr. John. <clears throat> and I wear civilian clothes when I go into work. But there I'm a priest. I don't change my game. Now, there's different ways I have to approach things at work. There's different ways that I have to approach things in my marriage, amen? There's different ways that I gotta approach things in my parish. But I am the same person everywhere I go. Here's the point, my character doesn't change. My approach might change, but my character doesn't change. Wherever I go, if I'm in my, my home, I'm a priest. I have to always have that in my mind because well, how I'm behaving, how I'm treating my spouse and my children. I'm not perfect at it, but I'm thinking about it all the time. At work, I'm thinking about 
how I'm a priest, how I have to behave, how I have to talk. And in my job, everyone knows that I'm a priest. I make sure that they know. Because I don't want any avenue or any room for me to mess up. I remember that I used the S word one time. Oh no, did he? Yes, I did. Because I was repeating what someone else said. And when I used that S word, my coworker said to me, Mr. John, you just said that S word. And I said, I just did, didn't I? I'm so sorry. You see, people are looking at me. They're looking at you. They're seeing or looking to see if you're a person of integrity, a person of good character, a person that's a Christian. Each and every single one of us, wherever we are, we have to be people of integrity, people without deceit, people of humility, people of grace, love, compassion, because we are the people of God. And eventually, we're not looking at the fig tree in Genesis. We're not looking at the fig tree in the Gospels, but we're looking at the tree of the cross. And whenever we're behaving, whenever we are with people in our homes, in our workplace, in our church, we're looking toward the tree of the cross. And the tree of the cross is what gives us life. It is what gives us that positive behavior. It's what gives us that grace and mercy and strength that we need to live a life of integrity, honesty, and good character. I pray that God will show you that today. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for bringing us here together this morning to praise you and to glorify you and to worship you. Oh, Lord, we know that in many ways in our life that we have been dishonest and maybe we have lied and maybe we have shown a lack of integrity. We ask right now that you forgive us of our sins. You make us whole and you cleanse us. Lord, we're not righteous, but through you we are. We can't get clean on our own, but through you we can be clean. Clean of our sins, clean of our transgressions. Clear our minds from all thoughts that are not of you. And we completely submit ourselves to you this morning as we receive your precious body and blood. Lord, we just want you to fill us with your grace, power, and mercy and strengthen us for this coming week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today, we remember the faithful departed who have gone before us in this Coplio. We remember Annama John, Ribu and Renji's cousins, grandmother. Please come forward to receive the blessing after this Coplio. As a father shows mercy to his children, hallelujah. 
So the Lord shows mercy to those who fear Him.